0: And welcome to the Right Perspective. Today, we're going to recap and discuss two comedy movies from the '90s: Sister Act from 1992 and Sister Act 2: Back in the Habit from 1993. The first movie, Sister Act, starred Whoopi Goldberg, Maggie Smith, and Harvey Keitel. It was directed by Emile. Ardolino. It grossed $231.6 million on a budget of $31 million and received two Golden Globe nominations. It was even turned into a stage musical. The second movie, Sister Act 2, Back in the Habit, starring Whoopi Goldberg, Kathy Najimy, James Coburn, Maggie Smith, and featuring Lauren Hill, and was also directed by Bill Duke, it grossed $57.3 million on a budget of $38 million. It's reported that Disney is currently working on a third movie, Sister Act 3, slated to come out in 2022. For some, that fact alone would be enough to consider the movies in this franchise classics. But today, we will determine whether they are classics from other right perspective. We'll do a recap, we'll discuss the movie, and then we'll take a vote using a voting symbol picked especially for this discussion. But let's start with intros. Kick us off, bro. Hi, I'm Aubrey Wright. I'm the oldest. I'm Jania Wright. I'm the middle. And I'm Brittany Wright, and I'm the youngest. <laughs> Yay! watching these two movies was very it was I mean anything from the 90s like these these are definitely throwbacks to our childhood just in terms of like movies that were on in our household and so I actually did have fun thinking about voting symbols for this one because it was a challenge to kind of think about these movies that we know so well like a little bit more deeply you know to kind of think about like symbolism in the movie so there's i i appreciated much. that challenge here that going go. back to familiar content with a critical lens here we go yeah no right. so <laughs> did y'all come up with any any voting symbols have, okay. Just now in my all right. head all right well i already know one of your sis is probably a nun's habit right we're, we're that is hear. there's nothing else to discuss yeah I, I, that
1: was the only That's one that ver-
0: was the only one well I'm not surprised. Okay, oh, that's very obvious and also very surface level. Now, let me,
1: let me if we wanted know. to go deeper, let me let you know. <laughs> I just as much as the habit is going to be the symbol, as as sure as I am of that, I am as equally sure. I'm equally as sure that I'm so excited to hear the rest of this thought well. process.
0: Well, I'm happy then that you have an open mind. For my proposals. Do you see? How
1: many are there? I I have two. All right, let's hear them. I have two. Because you went deep. I'm sure you went deep. Now, uh... (laughs) for the first
0: movie, I propose that we use the Daisy Head alarm clock. Now, you all remember in this scene, this is when um, Dolores is just getting accustomed to being, (laughs) you know, Mary Clarence as a pretend nun. And one of the nuns that has kind of globbed onto her, you know, like a little puppy dog, comes and brings her an alarm clock because Dolores obviously is having a hard time getting up at 5 a.m. And she hands her an alarm clock and says, the alarm clock says, get out of bed, you daisy head. Get out of bed, you daisy head. And I just said, you know what? That is a perfect symbol for this movie because it is about this movie at its essence is about- Talk about about
1: the essence, talk about the essence.
0: It is about being in transition. It is about showing up fully, okay? And it is about really the power of hard work, you know? And what can happen when you shake things up, all right? It's about being proactive, it's about getting up, it's about being present, okay? And I think of an alarm clock as a great symbol of just like waking up, being present, being proactive. And that's what this movie's about. Now, for the second movie, all right, break it down. I would like to propose a graffiti wall. Now, a graffiti wall was actually you know featured in both movies. But in the second movie in Sister Act 2, Back in the Habit, it was a symbol of revitalization. Okay, it was actually that for both. But it was also a symbol of like connection to community. You remember when the mural Um, became present in the first movie. It was when the, the members of the convent were starting to get reconnected with community. And in the second movie, the mural was present in two ways. First, it was present in the space where the young people of the community were chit chatting and hanging out. And it was also present in the music room once they revitalized the music room. And so it truly was a symbol of, of not just revitalization and newness, it was a symbol of, of coming together.
1: As always, Janai, those are very thought out yes. symbols. They're amazing. And uh, Britt, I think I'm still gonna vote for The Habit, as you said, um, for both, but.
0: <laughs> Y'all, get out of bed, you daisy head. Okay, <laughs> listen. I feel like we
2: should just oblige. I think that we should have the habit for the first one
1: and the graffiti wall for the no, one. no, no. And I'm no, I don't, <laughs> I don't agree. Yes. And I'm gonna tell you why. You know what happened last time we did that? All right, and you're trying to rehash the whole. You know what? What though? was it? It's, what was it the last it time? It was All I want was you to the know. Bench. It was the bench for Brown. That's right. And, you, and you're doing it. Then, but I'm not even fine with you. I'm just saying, I don't want to hear the complaints. You know what you're doing. So if I'm outvoted, we will use a graffiti wall. I don't even know what that is. But we'll use that. Yes! And it's a
2: wall of graffiti. That's
1: clearly not a symbol. All right. Well, All right. So so a habit for the first one. Oh,
2: wait. Yes. We have to call it what they call it, a mural. It's a mural
1: uh all right, all right. The, so the voting
2: symbol for a sister act is a habit and the voting symbol for a sister act too back in the habit is a mural yes this
0: is brittle <laughs> this is this is Brittany's thoughtful problem. analysis this and is,
1: symbolism this is, this is brittle's problem being loved to people <laughs> We are you, you are enabling Janaya. <laughs> I just want you. All right, fine, All right, so we got our. <laughs> Britney. and Brittany, when this backfires on us, I don't want to hear your complaints. All I know is
0: I have faith in her. <laughs> get out of bed, you Daisy head. All right, <laughs> right let's get going. Started. It's all all right. Let's get going now. Ari, if you want to be somebody? You,
1: you know what you got to do. Is, you know what you got to do right now. That's what you got to do?
0: <laughs> what you got to do? do.
2: You gotta wake up and attention.
0: pay attention. That's, That's it. Go. Okay. Well, can oh we yeah. Can we okay. On? Let's What's move next? on. All right. Next is the synopsis of well, just so we're going to do Sister Act first, then we're going to talk about Sister Act two, right?
1: All right. Yes. Sounds good.
0: Okay. So uh, I'll do a re a quick recap of Sister Act for us, and this is a spoiler alert for those who are new to our podcast. We do a, a complete recap because we, you know, we're we're pulling out from the archives. So, in case you haven't seen it in a while, or you haven't seen it, you'll you'll get enough from this recap to you'll follow the I. discussion. Totally, but it's full of spoilers. So, Sister Act, you know, there. So, Sister Act opens with a scene in a Catholic school. We meet a little girl named Dolores that is just cutting up in one of her classes, and she gets scolded by her teacher, a nun. Okay, and the teacher scolds her and says. You know, something like the destructive path that you're on is gonna lead you straight to the devil, Dolores. Have you any idea what girls like you become? And then we flash forward to current day and we see what she's become. Okay, it's like a seedy, smoky, ruddy Reno lounge. And we see three women singing cover music led by who? Dolores, now grown up, played by Whoopi Goldberg. And, you know, that little girl has grown up to become a lounge singer. And we find out that she is dating the owner of the casino, a mobster named Vince LaRocca, played by Harvey Keitel. And their relationship, obviously, is just toxic. And he's doing all the things that men do to try to keep a side piece happy, including giving her gifts. This time, though, he gave her a coat with his wife's name embroidered on the inside. And she goes to confront him and ends up witnessing a murder. Now, she runs away and barely escapes with her life. She runs right to the police. And it turns out that the police have been investigating Vince for 18 months, but their witnesses keep turning up dead because there is a leak somewhere in the police department. Okay. The lead detective, Detective Souther, played by Bill Nunn, has to come up with a really creative way um, to hide. Dolores to keep her alive, Uh, a really creative witness protection plan. And so he puts her in a struggling convent in San Francisco, where she has to pretend to be a nun named Mary Clarence. Now, as you can imagine, you know, Dolores is not really fitting in very well. Okay. (laughs) Poverty, chastity, white people praying all the time, not her things. OK, and she is immediately on the bad side of the head nun, Reverend Mother, played by Maggie Smith. Oh, let me some Maggie Smith. Eventually, so as a punishment, the Reverend Mother assigns Dolores to become a member of the choir. And, you know, the nuns in the choir, of course, they find Dolores completely delightful. All right. Especially like her core little group of friends played by Kathy and Jimmy, Wendy McKenna and Mary Wicks. And she ends up taking over leadership of the choir. Under her leadership, the choir goes from horrible, and that's an understatement, horrible, horrible to being really, really good. And she has them doing like little doo-wop remixes and gospel-like covers of hymns. And the choir is so good, in fact, that the church that was struggling with membership and they were having a hard time paying their bills, they are now bursting at the seams with parishioners, okay? And even the local news uh, is painted. Then it goes to the national news. And now the Pope is aware of this choir, and along the way, Dolores has also helped the church to start to connect with the community in a genuine in a genuine way. Before she arrived, they were just behind the walls of the church, just praying for the community. Now they're engaging, so it's just complete complete overhaul. Okay. Meanwhile, back in Reno, the leak at the police department has discovered Dolores's location. Okay, and has notified Vince. Now, the bad guys are on their way to San Francisco to find her and kill her before she can testify. Fortunately, Detective Souther finds out, and he also heads to San Francisco to save her. Now, in spite of his best efforts, the bad guys still manage to get Dolores, and they bring her back to Reno. Well, now the cat is out of the bag at the convent, okay, and the nurses are shocked to find out that Dolores has been in hiding with them the whole time, but they are so committed to her as a friend, you know, they're indebted to her. She brought their convent back to life. They decide to go to Reno to save her. And surprise, it works, okay? Because of this horde of nuns swarming the casinos, the bad guys had a hard time keeping their hands on Dolores and all of the bad guys, frankly, they feel a little reluctant at the idea of shooting a nun. Okay, including Dolores, who in their minds may or may not have actually become a nun while in hiding. So the gangsters hesitate just long enough for Detective Souther and the Reno police to burst in and save the day. And the nuns and Dolores go on to become famous because of their music and the fact that Dolores has helped take down a mobster ring. The end. How did it feel to watch this movie after so much time has passed. And then what did you think of the actual kind of like storyline? You wanna start, Britt? Sure, um, I, was, I was first
2: kind of chuckling to myself because when this movie came out, there were only VHSs. And I was laughing to myself that I'm sitting in my bed watching it on my phone like- Right. Mm-hmm. I was just kind of like, man, man, the passing of time. Um, but I I enjoyed it. I was still laughing. I loved like watching the gangsters like play being gangsters, and you know, it, I don't know about events, you know, <laughs> <laughs> them being that way. Um, I love them really showing that a true dynamic of thinking about a nun who is afraid of the outside and all of a sudden. Everything that represents the outside, she now has to protect. And it's like, what? So just seeing that flow, but then also it being this situation of you never know where your gifts and talents are going to lend themselves. Mm. And so just seeing Mary Clarence, you know, be who she is, Dolores. Be who she is. And then even helping nuns after a nun told her, listen, (laughs) the devil's going to get you.
0: (laughs) You're heading straight to
2: the I, devil, okay? But now here I am helping bring people into this place that I I don't even fool with. Yeah, but it's important to me because it's important to you. Mm. Uh, so I I I enjoyed it. I, I was I was still laughing.
1: So I was I, I was I was surprised. I was surprised at how much I I've actually and this will come more come out more when we're talking about Sister Act 2. But I, I was actually a little apprehensive about watching both of these movies. Mm. And and it was because there are movies that the whole premise of us doing this is just we talk about stuff from our childhood. I mean like that's just what we do normally. And, and it to us we're hilarious. So, so funny! You know, uh, really, so, so
2: I'm you know, funny to everybody I come across. I don't know what oh, you're talking about. Please.
0: All
1: right, so, I blame myself. Yeah. But, but, no, no, but, but couldn't but, just but, just be in the spirit of what he was spirit, sharing. Be in the spirit, <laughs> but I'm just saying that um, <laughs> you know. So us us, but a lot of the movies. So this movie I knew were like. Scene for scene, I knew both of these movies, mm-hmm. because we watched them so much. Yes. but since I know them scene for scene, I have never watched them as an adult because mm-hmm. it's just I was like, you know, I don't know how I would feel watching them now. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. there are just themes, you know, I, I just I just wasn't sure about how it would translate into how I feel right now, but but watching Sister Act. Um, I was I was pleasantly surprised. As a matter of fact, there the only thing that got on my nerves was um and it hadn't changed was uh Sister Mary Robert, which you know the, the small one, the the that the, her, the, oh. the, the her not
2: singing and uh, yeah. No, no, yeah.
1: just that whole interaction her being between
0: shy and-
1: yeah, and then, and then the way she brought it out, it was just so movie-ish. You know what I mean? Like, it was very just, you know, she touched her on the back. It was like, oh, like... Her uh, diaphragm, you know? which it does help you to project if you, like, understand it. it. I, I mean, but I'm seeing as a person who... <laughs> <laughs> I'm quite sure we're not fixing people singing, with slightly pushing them on the back.
2: Have a to listen. All right, well, to, look.
1: to a rehearsal. We'll check it out. As a layperson, that's <laughs> not how I would envision that like <laughs> but uh, beyond that i'm just saying that that was the only part of the movie that felt l- laborious to me but it but it felt like that back then too but the rest of it i mean if okay. you just if you just have fun like if you just let that's go exactly yeah that's it it just exactly. just have fun and the biggest thing i took away from that movie is um whoopi goldberg whatever you want to think, she is talented. Amazing. and, like, and she, She's amazing. And, uh, you know, she really had that movie on her shoulders. Mm-hmm. And, like, every, she kind of brought everybody along. And I do believe that without her, it would have been a much lesser movie. I think she actually...
0: Well, bro, it's funny you should say that because it turns out that Bette Midler was originally supposed to be the lead in Sister Act. And she didn't uh, take the part because she didn't think her fans would appreciate her as a nun. But it was originally wow. for Beth Midler. And so they ended up rewriting it a little bit so that it could um, be for Whoopi. But but
1: you know what, the But,
0: but, and, but when you think about it, but, it's like... Ben if Bette
1: could have did it. <laughs> it still would have been hilarious. If Bette could have did it. <laughs> that would have been funny, too. Still would have so, been, so, so, uh, been hilarious. So, yeah, definitely. But I'm just saying... How it turned out. Yes. This is, but that—that is one I can see. But but how it turned out, you could like when she did her prayer. I I laughed, just. how we laughed like it like transported me i can hear us (laughs) laughing
0: and for those who may not have seen the movie or may not have seen it in a while after she is first impersonating a nun they you know they invite her to she's at lunch (laughs) and one of the nuns who doesn't know she's faking says oh why don't we let sister mary clarence do grace (laughs) over our meal and she did this prayer that was like a hodgepodge of the Pledge of Allegiance, a benediction. I mean, it was, um, it was, was like random scriptures. So, Yay, though I, <laughs> I walked through the valley of hunger. Wrong uh,
1: words. It was, were, it was, was like, so were, um, good sit, and awful. Sit, sitcom theme. Lyrics,
2: lyrics. Even when she started to pray when they were about to shoot her, she at the end she started making. Of she words. was like, choo choo, we plore the.
1: But even, 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 not, even, even, of not, it's happening
2: here. <laughs> and the scene
1: Brittany's talking about, I know we're skipping all around, but I mean, it's just. That's what we, but do. That, That's but, what but, we, we do. but, but, but it's
2: well, connecting because Brittany... it's prayer.
1: Using <laughs> Janaya's hand motions, it's prayer. That's good. That's mind. good. <laughs> but, but, but Brittany's going to the end where they where they're you know we're reaching the climax and they actually have uh, Dolores captured, but they can't like you know, i was talking about. They can't tell whether or not she's is she crying. really
0: a nun now? And, and so I she's... would
1: just tell you the way she was just looking up at them, like she was just so holy. Just. <laughs> And it was just common yeah. gold. So like, good. And she wasn't even doing anything for real. It was no. Just, it was just the way she did it. She just nailed it when she was just looking up at him like, I forgive, I'm, you. I forgive you. I forgive
0: you. Right. <laughs> and you know what? I got to say, and so I watched the um, behind the scenes, right. you know, like the making of Sister right. Act, and the people, they were the actors and the director. They were basically saying like, she would bring in fresh takes all the time. And so there is so much of what we're seeing that is just whoopee coming in and killing a scene, just killing it. Man.
2: And you know they didn't
0: get into the specifics of what was her improving and what part was actually yeah. on the. But you got a sense that she was just bringing bringing herself, bringing her 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 way of portraying a character into yeah. the movie, and it just showed up. So well, her natural comedy, you yeah. know. And the other thing, like I have always like Whoopi Goldberg to me as an actress. I mean, mm. she 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 actually is iconic. I mean, she we could do a whole episode on her. She frankly, got, she maybe got, we she should. Got,
1: she got that um, what's it called? The, the ego. Yeah, she. Yeah.
0: And um, one of the things I thought was interesting, though, is that she does not consider herself to be a singer, and she really sang. In this movie. And so it's so funny. In one of the interviews, she was saying, No, I never intended to sing at all. You know? And she ended up, and they were like, No, you're singing in this movie. And she showed up so fully, and no one expected her to be able to sing as well, including herself. And she actually did. Like, she was like, No, I'm an actor. I don't sing. So it's not even like she had a hidden singing talent in her own mind. Oh, that's interesting. You know what I mean? I thought that was really interesting. She
2: scared herself, like, Oh, let me find out. You know know what? what, I was reading a book. Or no, no, I was, was, I think it was a TikTok and it was just a voiceover and it was saying people who are artsy, like, if you're in the arts, acting, singing, all these different things, there are layers of talent that you don't even know that you have
1: mm. as you're
2: in that talent. And then those things, as you progress,
1: they, they show themselves. They reveal themselves. That's and so, so it good. just
2: makes me go like... just, just like makes how musicians,
1: so like musicians accolade me to other Exactly. Instruments. Yes. Yeah, I, I, like, got you. I guess.
2: Well, play the guitar. You can do the drums too. <laughs> like,
0: how did that... What? But I I love, that. I love Ar- that. Aubrey's Aubrey's favorite um character, Mary Roberts. Okay, um, who was actually played by Wendy Mc Wendy McKenna for her audition. She Looks like a Wendy. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> that she sure does. Name. For what her audition, they asked her to sing, and she knew she couldn't sing, and so she says she hired three backup singers to come in. And they kind of burst in the in the room, in the casting room, and they drowned her out. And uh, so she literally, like, she was like, I pretended to be able to sing all the way through the audition process. She was like, but then we started filming, and it was clear that I couldn't. So she was the only one of the main singers <laughs> where they actually had someone else doing That's the singing. I mean. But the uh. rest of them, like Kathy and Jimmy, obviously. Yeah. Oh, she was her oh, musical delivery. Oh, my gosh.
1: Like, listen. So I'm hilarious. I'm telling you that. I can't, like, watching yeah, her was just it. <laughs> as funny as it was. And I'm just telling you. So good! And I'm just telling so you, just telling you, you. even when she was joking, it was so powerful, it was still impressive. Yes. God, she could just open her mouth yes. and it just that vibrato just comes out, <laughs> like, without either,
0: She's I'm mad. like, that's a singer. She's, She's, a friend. She's, She's a
2: friend in the friend group that has to be the positive one, and it's not, like, annoying positive. It's like, you're genuinely happy right now. Right! Nothing.
1: Nothing's making something. you sad. What? Okay. When, 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 <laughs> when her, when they came into the bar, there's a scene where uh, Dolores has to get out the convent for a second, and she goes across the street, to this conveniently placed bar that is right across the street from the, oh, you know, know. From, from the church, and uh, she just needs to get into normal world for a little while. You know, she orders a coke or whatever it was. You know, like a, but um, I forget the their nun names, but the the the, the mousy nun, the, the quiet one, Mary Roberts. Mary Roberts and the other one, the the uh, loud one. Uh, both came.
0: And Mary Mary Patrick
1: was Mary Kathy and Jimmy's character, and when Mary Patrick was she was just so excited, <laughs> like she was just so excited there. And it was she when the guy asked her, "Oh, could you you know you want to is there something on here that you want to hear?" When he was playing on the jukebox, and she played that song and started dancing. And it, stuff. it was mashed potato. What? She
0: was like, "Gimme, gimme, gimme!" <laughs> like and
1: she. And she just nailed it. She was like, so into it, so oblivious. How could so you, be, how she could was you <laughs> be in that scene with her? It would have took, I would have messed it up a couple times because I would have, like, bust rolling, out of it up a at least twice. She
0: was so good. And you know what? I got to say, the casting in this movie... I just think you know we started to talk about like the acting and the characters, y'all. I gotta say, I think the casting was amazing. Like, yeah. oh, it was Harvey amazing. Harvey Keitel as Vince Larocca. I mean, he was hilarious. He was hilarious, and even his little like you know second-in-command bad guys. To Brittany's earlier point, like they were so delightfully dumb. Yeah. Like it was so good. I mean, it was like perfect. It, it wasn't was like it wasn't over it wasn't the top. Corny. Uh, it no, was like right there. And then Maggie Smith.
2: I know this life. I was raised like this. Yes. So this is just my name. This is who I am. Even, Even when they came in to deliver this coat that ultimately started everything because it had his wife's name in it. Um, him just saying hello to the two other
0: singers. <laughs> How you doing, Nick? <laughs> Robert, Robert Miranda played Joey and Richard Portnow played Willie. It and of sad. course their names are Joey and Willie. Exactly. Right? Like, I was like... <laughs>
2: It was they, so perfect, they were I was so like, perfect. And, and I y'all want to say that that person that Mary Patrick started dancing with <laughs> in the bar is AJ Johnson. Yes, the one that's very well known, I would say, more so in the black community in terms of movies, yeah, you're yeah, right, right, right. Uh, like Baby Boy. And now she's party, like a fitness
0: guru, you know, she's a still, life coach and a life coach.
2: And she's and she still acts, but yes, yeah, like so. I just thought that that was funny. Oh, she in so house party too.
1: Oh yeah, totally. Jani, she not list.
2: House Got party. House party. Put and put it on the real party. list.
1: I am. I <laughs> admitted to us that there's also a mental list that she <laughs> uses that sometimes gets things purged. <laughs> Cause I'd be forgetting yo,
0: but okay. I just literally typed it. You all, that in case you're, in wow. case you're wondering, in case you're wondering, we have a, an actual content planner document that we all just love to use to collaborate in our planning and our production meetings. Oh, and so I have just oh, added
2: house party. To... We're we're supposed to put stuff on there.
1: No, yeah, we just keep it on Janay's computer. That's yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but yeah, it was now,
2: interesting. You things and then you write it. That's fine. Mm-hmm.
0: That's fine. <laughs> yeah. Little child burden. <laughs> yeah. Little child burden. Here
1: we go. But y'all, what, can R- we I please talk you. about
0: Maggie Smith though? Because y'all, let me just say something about Maggie yeah. Smith. Yeah. I I love me some Maggie Smith. Okay, like she is to wait, 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 me. Which one is? She,
1: one of she played Maggie's Reverend back, Mother. Oh God, old sister. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Totally.
0: Totally. Like, like I loved her in Downton Abbey. Y'all, I mean, listen, the, just her ability to do comedic delivery, like with a straight with a face, straight face. <laughs> She's so she good. is the best in the game. She is the best in the game. And in one of the interviews, Whitney, uh, Whoopi was talking about, like, she, she said at some point, she said to Maggie Smith, why are you in this movie? Like you're like, because <laughs> apparently, like at that point, Maggie Smith was already Maggie Smith. And she said, it just looks like fun, you know? Like she like she was in it for the joy of it and for the fun <laughs> of it. And I appreciate that. And she was such a fun counterpoint for Whoopi, you know, yeah. because the the being a straight man to the comedic foil, like that is such an a special skill set. Mm-hmm. And I just think Maggie Smith did it so well. And then there were the parts of the movie where she had to bring in a level of depth and heart, you know, there were, there were points where she would only just say a few sentences, but you could see like the, the, the way that the entirety of her dedication to her work as a nun had shaped who she was. And you could see how much responsibility she felt for all of the women in the convent, like you just in every single line, you felt the complexity of what she was dealing with and trying to be a support for everyone, lead everyone, um, you know, make good decisions, also be supportive of this, this new eccentric character that's come into her life. And then they we got to see her character kind of evolve yeah. and be able <laughs> to be open to and embrace a new way of doing things. It was very hard for her at first. Like, she was trying to shut down. Oh, my choir's not doing no doo-wop, you know? And honestly,
1: (laughs) and it's very real, too, because... Very real! Because people are resistant to change. Totally, especially in religious spaces. Big time! And it was funny, like seeing her in
2: the priest dynamic. The priest was like, Oh, this was wonderful. He knew lightweight what he was doing to her. Like he was slightly manipulating her. Not I'm slightly. So happy you came up with these ideas. Right. She's like, <laughs> I, did, I did what now? Right. I didn't uh, and not,
1: and, and not But it was funny how she ended up using that tactic in the second one. Yes. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Listen, yes. Okay.
2: So this brings me to one thing where Arby was talking about how you're like, Wendy, I don't remember her name on the movie now. So, with- Mary Roberts, <laughs> her. Yeah. So, what What Mary Roberts, you're, how you feel about her? Like, why is she so mousy? She's so The mousy. only part that got me, which has always gotten me, was how did all the nuns fit on the helicopter? I was like, there's not that many. Well listen, listen. On a yeah, helicopter.
1: that that was that was the part. That was one of the parts because you know to answer your you question. You all about,
0: obviously don't understand to, how helicopters to, to, work. Listen, it listen, was listen, completely plausible. Listen. Okay, it was when a I'm really robust screaming. helicopter.
1: Uh-oh. And it he called other pilots. That turned yeah, yeah. into well, a how let, let me let me tell. He you. called
0: other pilots. Y'all don't see because Genia, this is the you're thing.
1: messing it up. You're messing it up. You're not because getting it. You're none, neither of you are getting it because he called other train. pilots
0: in. This was, okay, this was and they no had an, an appropriate number of helicopters and pilots an so that it helicopter. is it was yeah, it look, was first, reasonable. First,
1: first of all, how did they all get to the airfield? They and used it, the school bus,
0: bro. We know the nuns use a school bus to go to and fro. Like, why, no why don't you bus know in that? The movie. Yeah, bro. Yes, it is.
1: In the second, I didn't know. No, see it,
0: but bus it's the there process. in the first one as their house. Do you think they get around, bro? I
1: don't. How do they, they get it? around?
0: I it thought was they were there. Got a, but see, Mary, they got a, they got a,
1: they got Whoopi- a <laughs> Volkswagen. They did That's not also, get a bus.
2: She was washing a the Volkswagen. They were
0: definitely washing a Volkswagen. I just don't. And I they just, were excited. You, all, you all know church, Look, like, church buildings have garages. But, Y'all but, y- don't know it, what they had around back.
1: Do not. Tonight you're messing it up trying to defend it. <laughs> the, the defense to all of this is, it's and it goes back funny. into the initial question you asked: What? How do I feel about? You asked, how do we feel about the story? I enjoy movies from this time frame because it was a simple story. There was a woman <laughs> who Listen. witnessed the murder. She had to go the protection. Either. That's right. It had to be a place that. We would never think to hide her. That's right. And eventually, to have a climax, she was going to have to get found out. It was <laughs> simple. It was sim- but, But the two parts where I had to intentionally let go of my brain was, one, how did all the nuns get there? Number one. And number two, to the airport. I didn't even think about what Brittany said of they ain't all fit in no Listen, every we-
2: time I, I'm, for years, I've always been like, I've never seen a helicopter be able to fit 20 people. That turns into a mini. It's That's a jet. It's several
1: I, helicopters, I, listen, obviously. He was, we didn't see them, but... but, but I, can, can, I, can I tell you what the other thing that bothered me was? What was her plan? <laughs> like, listen, when, they, they were just like, we gotta, gotta go. Bro, bro, friend. I
0: can answer that for you with can one I have word. No
1: plan. I can
0: answer that for you with one word, That's and it is faith. It is faith! Okay? <laughs> These are women of faith! All right, that was their plan. Okay, the Listen, plan was fake and they were relying. Like, well, that's exactly right. And, look, and, and, look, and it turns out he did. And look, the and he thing, doesn't appreciate you questioning it.
1: I'm just gonna tell you that right now. That's I how he think. But wait, I'm gonna tell you, that's another great thing about this movie <laughs> is that it's placed squarely in, you know, the middle of church and all this kind of stuff, but somehow the movie's not preachy in any kind of way it's, it's not. It's, it, it's like it's in, a, in a, but it takes place in literally in it's but it's not preachy by any message specifically Mm-mm. it's just it's, it's just you know feel about, good yes. have each other's back
0: it's any homogenous group that's in a rut kind of like and then something new comes in a new person comes in and with a new perspective it up and shakes it up and reminds them about what what it is they were trying to do in the first
1: place. And Listen, nobody,
0: ever... it could have been in any setting that storyline, exactly. and it would have been delightful.
1: And nobody, you know? uh, nobody ever degraded her for like being what she was. Nope. It, it's just like you know, because as soon as everything was done, they still loved her. It's like all right now. Well, she...
0: you know, Reverend Mother threw a little bit of shade at the top. But she, you know, uh, you know there I were mean, but, a couple of times yeah. where she was like, uh, you know,
1: really know, but, 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 nodding to Dolores' lifestyle. But, but it wasn't the movie doing that. That's it was, right. It, it was her doing completely that. So, right. so, so, like, the movie didn't look down on anybody. The it's movie so itself is it, it's just so. Yes, there were characters within the movie that reacted in ways you would expect them to react. Yeah, you know, but um. I think that no matter what your worldview is, this is a movie that you would think would be polarizing. Like if somebody was explaining it, but it's not. It's just a it's, it's just not feel Now good. I
0: will I will tell you there were a couple of scenes that I think, and again, I know they rewrote the movie a little bit for for Whoopi, but there were a couple of scenes where I was like, if it was Ben Midler in that scene, I might have struggled a little bit. Like there were like when when they were out in the community. Talking to a racially diverse group of young people, and and you know she's like dancing with them. I was just like, if that had been Ben Midler, I might have had a feeling of like. But, I'm but you, you say
1: anybody could pull it off. But
0: but you're see, right. Bette you, Midler's
2: you, on you, that if line. Anybody can pull
1: it off. But
2: I think it was. I think even though they meant this for Ben Midler, it was actually meant for Whoopi, totally. in the sense that this all white movie essentially would have with this one black character and two because of the policeman her for them to be in this neighborhood that they are deeming the hood and it's dangerous and it's this and it's that. And that was one of the things I was going to bring up because I was looking at the dynamics of this hood. I said, everything is written over all everything has spray paint
1: on it that's one of the that's the one that's one of parts you gotta that's parts you let they're, go well, like it, when it, no,
2: but it wasn't it wasn't anything that bothered me but it was all yeah no like, i'm feeling you though this, I'm, I'm you know i was, I I'm was agreeing. Just like, Dang, like, like this is a seriously
1: this is graffiti laden <laughs> and everything thing, is horrible <laughs> the other thing that was funny
0: but is, they also didn't dwell on it like it wasn't like
1: no, it yeah, wasn't like
0: they did a good job of like making sure you understood that poverty was at a high level in the neighborhood, you know, and that it didn't have uh, public resources. They made that very see, clear, but that, they didn't do well on at, it.
2: To get back at Reverend Mother, you had Whoopi Goldberg calling her out like you cannot just sit back here and pray for these people. You have to be in the community, which is a real conversation. If and it wasn't, heavy heavy. and but a a, real, it wasn't heavy-handed. And a real It
0: wasn't heavy-handed, but it was real. Get out of bed, was, you daisy Exactly. Hair. <laughs> Get out of bed, you yeah. daisy head. And there it is. It's yeah. your fault,
1: Brittany. It's your fault.
0: Well, we didn't really talk very much yet about the music itself. I'm glad you brought it up. Perfect Let's time. talk about the music. And Phenomenal. then I want to I segue okay. us into the conversation okay. of music with a particular way that they leverage music, and I think expertly, was through Montage. Okay, listen, I love a good montage. And you know, y'all, we have been talking about doing like a right perspective on concepts or people. And I think we should do one on like a right perspective on just montages, like the best movie montages. Because this one to me, they were singing just a touch of love, just a touch love and they were saying that's a cnc music factory song. So that song is playing while they're like cleaning up the church. I love the fact that they were taking these songs and just making them
2: about God. Like they weren't even changing the words really. It was just like y'all know who we're talking about
0: cuz But man. instead of saying my Sorry. guy, they said my God. Right. My like, God. It's just one word Nothing that they he changed. can do can make me untrue to my God. Yes. And
1: I, and I know y'all i know y'all don't watch south park but they did a whole episode on that it's <laughs> how um the, the boys were making they made competing bands and one of them made a a, a gospel group <laughs> and they were like all we got to do is take regular songs and replace the words <laughs> with, with replace a couple of words so like instead of I, you know, I love you so much, baby. You say, I love you so much, Jesus.
0: <laughs> and hey, like, y'all,
1: our family church
0: did that growing up. We it, definitely, it, that is like half of
2: gospel music.
0: We totally like <laughs> took secular music and like did that very swap. And then we're jamming to it at church. That Let was the record show. Absolutely
2: God. recording sessions for all of the people that came. In the '80s and
1: '90s, one hundred percent. Kirk, I mean, I, I, Kirk I, 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 Franklin is famous
2: as a result.
1: Like you, yeah. I'm just telling you, though, man. As when they, I was so excited to hear them sing. Um, the, I, I don't want to say the wrong name of the song, but the first song that they sang, uh, uh, uh as a choir after after Mary Clarence.
0: You mean, "Hail, Holy Queen of Not Above"? Yep. Oh.
1: But I, yeah, I don't. I, that, I was going to say, "Oh, Maria," but I don't know. I think that it's that called or. "Hell Holy Queen." Hell, okay, okay. But but yeah. So that. Yeah. And then when they just the music, the musicality of that, just the whole yeah. the, from beginning to end, like even before they broke out into the faster pace part of the song, totally. just the way they sing, it was just mm. like man, I don't know who sang this, but this was just.
0: Oh, man. Amazing. And then, and the, the same so well. thing for the one they did in the finale at the end. I will follow him. And yeah. they started out with that slow kind of melodic. I will follow. him. It was just so well done. I mean, that had to be like five part harmony. It was so beautiful. It was you so know. good. So good songs
2: as regular songs talking about regular men.
0: Problematic. but
1: as
2: we're talking but when he is gone uh, it sounds much better but uh, I will follow him wherever you may go there isn't an ocean to deep, a mountain to add. It's problematic. So Yeah. Well, you know,
0: one, one, one other That's quick what thing. What? I know we need to segue to the, to the next. You're movie. a man. You're a one man. Other, you don't one know of, it's problematic. You want us to follow you to the roof and to I mean, the bottom
1: of the ocean. And we've <laughs> been, <laughs> been socialized. We've been if, socialized
0: if, to do that. Just so you know, if, know, we're in a context.
1: state What if the guy she's singing about feels the same way about her?
2: We don't have that perspective you right. Well, you're
1: right. It,
2: so it, let's assume It wasn't
0: a duet. Right. It wasn't a duet. It wasn't. He didn't he say. He didn't say. I will follow you also. Well. Right. <laughs> I agree. Reciprocity. He. That wasn't a part of it. You're right. You're so. right. This
1: song about this song about her um, <laughs> really loving her man. That is a negative content. I, I can see. You know, because who wants to love somebody? This can is this is the, this is a he helicopter all over him. again. You're missing he is it.
0: My, he is my you're destiny. missing it.
1: <laughs> yeah, because there was he's also that it. part of the song about where he's really bad to her. Because there is that verse too. He is not. I love him. I love him. I love him. I love him where he goes, I follow. I
0: follow. Living. Yeah. I love it. Yep. But yep. Brittany, that. you're making a good point. <laughs> I know. Because you are making a I mean, good point. Because hey, he must on, be a bad guy. You know he must what? Be
2: a bad he guy. probably did sing the Temptations to her. That's what made him follow. That's what she followed. Because My girl, talking about. But that my one doesn't girl, have a problem, right?
0: I'm just keeping girl. track. So that one's okay. The one just talking, talking about, about, about my girl. Uh, 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 he's missing it. He's missing it entirely. He, get it. he, he Brittany's get it. point <laughs> is that a one sided view of a relationship <laughs> that shows one person. In some sort it's, of, it's you know, superior power seat in the I don't relationship remember, I don't is part of the problematic. <laughs> I don't remember
1: that part of the saga for
0: you. Okay, I will follow you as opposed to let's sit down and chat and decide where we're going together. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> you're not getting it. But anyway, also on the music, y'all, who was in this? Not really, didn't have a permanent part. I feel, Jennifer. I feel physically <laughs> <deflated>. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay y'all, brother
2: we will follow you
0: one of her backup singers <laughs> <laughs> that's right you're the boss of us you're the boss of us because you're a man a so but, keep, yeah. <laughs> you. okay. y'all jennifer lewis <laughs> i just want to call her out okay yes. because yes. she didn't have a big her. part she was just yes. like one of the singers in the lounge uh when we first meet, we we'll be at the top. Um uh, when we first meet Dolores. But I just want to call her out because I just love me some Jennifer Lewis.
2: Yes, because she's awesome.
0: Anything she's in. I just and love she her. has done so much. Oh, have you we we all her book? Her that. book, so like much. Mother of Black Hollywood, I think it's called. She's just so good. Oh, Jennifer Lewis. We should right, yeah, so can, let, let,
1: let's so let's let's vote. Let's vote on that one. Okay, Aww. and I'm adding
0: Jennifer Lewis' feature onto the content planner. Excellent.
1: Yay! Yeah, I didn't know about this new feature and actors part, but that's great. All right, so let's...
2: Bro, we totally have talked about, like, <laughs> doing my husband...
0: Denzel, we've talked about... Bro, will you Smith don't remember this? Love. Will Smith? Which remember we talked actually, about doing the Wayans family?
2: That will be...
0: I don't... I don't that I don't, whole don't. episode will be me talking and the two of you listening. And that that just like when we watch Die Hard and me and you didn't get to say anything because Aubrey did the whole podcast. Uh-oh. I
1: did I did, I did talk too much.
0: Hey oh I talked
1: yeah. too much. I'm sorry. Me and Brittany
2: were like, mm-hmm.
1: I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh he didn't die though. He didn't die. Yeah. Oh. He loved that I did, movie. I, I did I did talk a lot. <laughs> I just I, I, I just want to be out there to audience
2: the if you go back and review any movies that Aubrey has picked basically it was terminator no, featuring aubrey
1: no 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 i think i think that one was particularly bad i think <laughs> like that Bro, one probably, i love probably, it though because yeah, you had but, so much
0: but, to say you were so passionate
1: but those those and that is me trying to restrain myself as well i know yeah. i know what you were saying you were like i'm trying to stop But But y'all, let's vote. Let's vote on.
0: That's why she follows him because he just keeps talking. (laughs) She doesn't doesn't, doesn't get a chance to say what she wants to say. Does Sister Act (laughs) get your habit?
1: It does get my habit. And I'm not going to say Sister Act 2 was named back in the habit, which was also reason why it should have been another habit.
0: Sounds like you're challenging me to wake up, like I'm being it's a dandy
1: head. Anyway, it gets <laughs> it gets my habit, and I'm going to tell you, unexpectedly, I was really oh. expecting to not enjoy this movie, and I just did. I really did. I laughed out loud, even though... And to me, good music and good comedy is timeless.
0: Totally. And
1: um, just like... Um, I did, did we? Did we ever do Harlem Nights? I can't remember.
0: No, we should sure have it. On that no,
1: that needs to be on the list. We kind of got remember, a lot of great ideas. I remember. But, I remember but, oh, that one's on, on here already. Okay, so, so yeah, but as a
2: kid, mommy and daddy got mad.
1: Oh yeah, it, it, they were rightfully so. But the point is, is that <laughs> like, no matter how many times I've seen that movie, when they are shooting them, uh Eddie Murphy. Um, And they got two, you know, Arsenio Hall and the other guy got the big machine guns and they're shooting real hard. And then the other dude got the small gun and he just shoots. Anyway, y'all must not have seen the movie as many. Um, Oh my goodness.
0: I haven't seen it since I was one.
1: (laughs) All right, we're just, we're going to... All
0: right, so my, so I will say that Sister Act also gets my habit and it yeah. is bro for for part of the what you were just saying i mean it is to me there are parts of this movie that are just so well done in terms of the comedy and in terms of the performance that it really will be good forever you know yeah. the songs that they chose to remix and feature are the songs that are classics for all of us like mm-hmm. they pick the perfect songs generations from now people will be rocking out to those songs because they're just good family like cookout songs these are good songs and so um for that reason and then the other reason is that I as I mentioned earlier I really do believe this storyline it was so and the arc was so well done that you could actually take that exact story with minimal changes to the script almost put it in another context of like a homogenous group that, that needs to be shaken up and it was still work That's how well done the writing was. And that's how well, um, you know, well formulated the relationships were. And so because of that, I have to, and and the casting, y'all, it was just so good. So I would definitely give Sister Act my habit. Sis? Uh,
2: Sister Act absolutely gets my habit. Um, I, one thing I just, whenever I'm looking at these movies and I'm determining them if they're classic or not, is is it something that I can watch from, from now and still just crack up? And the answer is yes. And it was funny because there were parts where I felt myself just walking away from my phone because I would leave it on my bed and I'm listening to it and I don't even have to see it to know exactly what was happening. And so um, I just appreciate that, that it's still everything landed. And that's just the value of great acting totally with someone and in and, and also and I don't want to dismiss great writing. Totally. I don't want to th- those that combination of thing and great casting. Great. Casting. I when you have the it was like a trifecta happening, you're having a great movie. So absolutely it gets my habit. It's it it is well, there, for me. there
0: there you have it you all sister <laughs> act is a classic from the right (laughs) (laughs) perspective and so let's go now to sister act two back in the habit and these movies were actually released a year apart one came out in 92 this one came out in 93 so i think that's really interesting and it's especially interesting because in sister act two back in the habit It's a year later, it's a year after the first movie. And Dolores, again, played by Whoopi Goldberg is now a headliner in Las Vegas. She has parlayed that exposure from her work with the choir of nuns and her career and her career has really started to kick off. She is doing her signature performance work of like doing covers and like remixing hits. When she sees some of her nun friends from the choir in the audience. And of course it's her core group again, Kathy and Jimmy, Wendy McKenna, Mary Wicks. They come to one of her shows and she meets with them after the show. And it turns out they have come to her to ask for help. They've moved, the whole convent has moved to a new mission and back in San Francisco, but they're now teachers at a Catholic school called St. Francis, and they are struggling. The school is actually about the close, you know, and they can't relate to their students. The curriculum is tired. You know, they're really at their wits end. And so, you know, Dolores is torn because she cares about the school. You know, she'd actually gone there as a child, but her career is just starting to take off. And plus she doesn't see practically how she can be helpful in this situation. And frankly, the nuns don't know either, but they know they need some help. They need something. And so the Reverend Mother, again, played by Maggie Smith, actually ends up guilting Dolores into pretending to be a nun um, again. And then, um, you know, she does it. And whoopee again um, is Mary Clarence. Mary Clarence is back. And this time she's a music teacher at a high school. And listen, from the first day of class, class, it's horrible. Okay. The kids don't want to learn anything. Okay. They actually think of the music class as a bird course, meaning they expect to fly right through it without doing anything. They really just want to use it as a free period. You know, they're at class, but you know, they aren't doing anything. And it is important to note that um, there are many noteworthy young stars from the nineties in that classroom. Jennifer Love Hewitt, we all know her, from one of Britney's favorite shows, Ghost Whisperer. Love um, that show. <laughs> Alana Uback, we know her from Legally Blonde, Ryan Toby from the group City High. And of course, Lauren Hill. I don't even gotta say nothing. Okay. Iconic. All right. So the kids in the class, they're racially diverse, they're diverse in terms of personalities and experiences. Like one kid is Afrocentric, one is obsessed with makeup. Some are obsessed with boys. One's an artist and has a part-time job that makes him tired during class. One sings at church. One is nerdy. They just had a ton of different personalities. And um, long story short though, none of the kids wanna do anything. They just wanna play around and talk and do rap ciphers and sing. And that is where they messed up, singing in front of Dolores, okay? Dolores hears them sing and decides to turn them into a choir. And it takes a lot of hard work the kind of work that can only be done uh, using a movie montage, but she whips those kids into shape and the choir is actually quite good, okay? They do fun choreography and they integrate rap into their songs. And they are so good, in fact, that the nuns enter them into the all-state Music Competition. And it turns out that this is a competition the school has won in, uh, you know, long ago history but you know by this point the kids know that the school is closing and so they are looking at the choir competition as a way to kind of go out with a bang And frankly, the faculty kind of feels the same way, you know, on many levels, they're like, yeah, let's just go out with a bang. Let's try to let's let's let's, you know, see if we can update our curriculum a little bit. So we go out with a bang. But um, on some level, the faculty, they're also kind of hopeful that if this choir does win the competition, they might have a chance of keeping the school from closing. So mixed feelings, you know, and it's important to mention that there are some people who are actually not at all excited about the choir or supportive. (laughs) Two people in particular. One is Mr. Crisp. Okay, he's a school administrator that um, has recommended that the school close because the funding challenges and the overall poor performance. And frankly, he's just selfish. He really just wants to retire early. He doesn't care about the school, the community, the students. The other person that's not excited about the choir is the mother of Lauren Hill's character, okay? Lauren Hill's character, Rita, is a gifted singer. And this is apparently something she had in common with her late father, okay? Apparently he died singing his shoulda, coulda, wouldas, okay? And her mother, who's played by Shirley Ralph, does not want to see Rita go down that same path, okay? And she actually tells Rita that she has to quit the choir, All right. Mm. So Rita does quit for a while, but eventually she forges her mother's signature on a consent form and she goes with the choir to the all state music competition. Now, when her mother finds out, she heads to the competition too to personally witness Rita's disobedience. Also heading to the competition are members of the archdiocese that have the power to keep the school open. Also, there are members of the school faculty. Um, heading now to the choir competition. And these are faculty members that we've met along the way and falling, fallen in love with, including Father Maurice, who is the principal of the school, and he's played by Barnard Hughes. And we know him as the grandfather uh, from Blossom, Buzz. Okay, but also other he's stuff. So easy so, 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 so cute. And so he and a few other members of the faculty, they have just found out that Dolores is a lounge singer for real. And um, and they found out because Mr. Crisp actually recognized her from her show in Vegas. Um, and so again, these faculty Mr. members Mary Fake. Miss it, he calls her <laughs> sister Mary Mary Fake. They're all heading now, also um, to this competition. And you know, surprise, okay. The kids perform and they are amazing. Okay. They actually win. And they sing a rousing cover of Joyful, Joyful. Rita sings her tail off. Okay. And her mother is like, oh, you do have a gift. I forgive you for disobeying me. Okay. And then this then the, the staff of the archdiocese, they're so impressed, they decide to keep the school open. And now. Dolores has saved the day yet again. The end. (laughs) So good. And I know I will just say, (laughs) like, I will just say, like, we we talked um, when we were talking about the, the recap from Sister Act, how they used in Sister Act the credits to give you a little bit more of the story. You know, they used the credits in Sister Act to kind of show you the choir ascending to fame. Um, in this movie, they use the credits um, for just like a fun kind yeah. of dance send off, uh, where you actually just get a chance to see Dolores being herself in non non clothes, just regular clothes, with the students and with the faculty. So we get a chance to see that their relationship did continue, but she got to be herself in the relationship. Yeah. I so that's how the that. movie wraps. <laughs> that
1: was excellent. Something. Have you have you have you ever seen um, uh, *Slumdog Millionaire*? Yes, yes. You both saw it, mm-hmm. and so it, it it reminded me. Those were good credits. That, yeah, but but you know they do that in that genre of movie. They always do that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I didn't know Bo- that. And Bollywood. But, yeah, that's what I was about to say, Bollywood, but I didn't know if I was right. But, um, but yeah, so I'm just saying it may be figure that at the end because it's like, it could be even a serious movie, like, slow yeah. on, it was a serious movie, but it doesn't take away from the movie. It's like it adds, I don't know, I like that. Totally, it's like, yeah, it's so fun. Yeah, it's just it's just fun. Even if it was a serious movie, it's still
0: it makes you feel like the actors had fun on
1: set. Yeah, we went through this you journey know? together. Yeah, and all it's like us. a graduation, yeah. kind of. Yeah. Are yeah, I
0: agree. About- I agree. So, y'all, again, it's like the nostalgia on this. And, I, you know, I'm going to kick this one off, y'all, because here's what y'all need to know. I was obsessed with this movie back in the day, okay? I mean, to the point of, like... I could right now from the beginning to the end, sing the entire soundtrack for you. Like I know, Every Done. bit of the dialogue. And so for me to go back and watch it now um, with a critical eye was really interesting because, um, you know, when we're watching it for the podcast, I do watch the movies differently. You know, I'm not just watching it just for the ride. I'm watching it to, to give an opinion. And it's um, it was a really interesting experience. How did y'all feel watching these movies after so much time, you know? And then- you know, one of the things we're always asking ourselves is, does the story hold up? You know, that's one of the things we talk about a lot on the podcast, like, in order for something to be a classic, the story's got to hold up. Did it hold up for y'all?
2: I will tell you that one thing I appreciated about Sister Act 2, we always talk about also movies being able to stand alone. Mm. And I felt like Sister Act Two could stand alone as its own movie. I was, I, I, was I didn't, I've never thought about this, but I was so happy that it wasn't like Vince got out of jail and now she has to be back in the habit. <laughs> you know, it wasn't anything like that. It was yeah. just, listen, we're keeping up with this, this person and now we need her again mm-hmm. to save the day. Um, so I, I enjoyed it in that standpoint, that it was something that could stand alone, that it was showing so much talent um, that we had people that have gone on to do other things. Mm-hmm. And so I appreciated that as well. Um, but them also not being afraid to bring in other comedic people, that their timing was perfect. The smaller Monk. I cannot think of his name right now. The one that's kind of balding on the top. Yes. He is hilarious. He was so, his physical comedy. And even the other one that was very serious, I remember his name, I think it's Father Thomas. Him, he is hilarious, just in his, like, serious situation, but still being really silly. I just, I, I appreciate it. The elements of it. And so I enjoyed it while I was watching it. And it's just the little one you're talking
0: about is Father Ignatius. Yes. Who was played, he was played by Michael Jeter. And then the more serious, kind of like robotic almost um, one, he was um, Father Thomas, played by Brad Sullivan. they were panning to show you the personality of the
2: nuns. And the as they were teaching the class, him doing that line class, I <laughs> call him good call. And the boy falls out of his <laughs> seat. Yeah, Out of being bored, out of his mind. He's asleep. He is knocked out. I was just like, this is so funny like I feel like there were parts that maybe the directors and stuff were like thinking in a moment do this like they had not planned that but they were like do this thing so I, I enjoyed it I will say I did not I have I don't do for movies like this I don't do what you do sis I don't go into it with a critical mind I think probably that affects me watching it because I already come in like oh my god I'm about to enjoy this what am I saying right now I love it But then there were some parts that I did have to call out in my head, which was Frank K. Hey, ho. I was like, all right, we're, we're in I was just like, all right, Frank K. Hey, ho. We're, but also I was not that upset with him because that's a real life person. Mm -hmm. Like that's a real life person who is this, this young person trying to, you know, being in hip hop and we've already had those conversations about what it is. So I can't even be like really upset that he's like this. Cause I was like, there's a ton of you out there. Your story needs to be told too. And so, <laughs> yeah. And he's so, uh, talking so, yeah, about the I'm character too.
0: Frankie played by Devin coming and yes. he was essentially a white guy who was very much embracing hip hop and he was doing it in terms of his lingo and he was doing it in terms of like he was a rapper. And um it was it felt full persona. Full persona. But it, it, <sighs> it felt it felt like a little over the top. But again, I met that guy. I know that guy.
2: Went to school with him. Totally. Work, work with him.
0: So it was cause... very real in that way.
2: <laughs> it was very real. And I do want to point out that um Monica Calhoun was also. In one of the, the classroom cows, kids yeah she's someone that's more so known in a lot of black movies and then also um whoopi goldberg's daughter i don't know alexandria
0: alexandria martin
2: yes she was in the movie as well so i just appreciated um just that that some of these people you know we know them now they they've become household people so uh, so, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I had fun.
0: <laughs> what about you, bro? What was it like going back to watch it again? And does the story hold up for you?
1: Um, I had a... Uh, I remembered vividly the emotion of us watching it together. Mm-hmm. And um, I know that... Uh, I knew I was going to feel that. I will say I felt like the movie came out earlier than it actually did, because it came out in '93, and I would, that puts me, you know, as a sophomore in high school. And I, I remember this from childhood for some reason, but it, it feels like it was further back in my mm. childhood than for whatever reason. But um, because I can't even imagine myself in high school being so amenable to the things that were going on in the movie like but I remember being that way like I remember being very excited but I can't see myself as a you know 15 year old being but I was so I've remembered all of that but um no the 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 movie felt the writing felt very lazy to me and um it felt lazy because there were so many tweaks that could have made the story more plausible. That weren't, that you wouldn't have had to change the whole story. So, for example, they're going to ask Dolores to help, okay? But f- it's not a reason though. There's not a, a. Um, they didn't have a plan. They just wanted her to come. And what I'm saying is, is I'm thinking, well, they could have used the same storyline but just had her come and say, had them come and say, look, we're getting ready for this um, competition. It's not working. This could possibly save our school. We need you to come help us win this that. competition. And like that, none of the storyline would have had to change. And it would have also made the class make more sense because it could have been like, you know how you how you had everybody had to take an extracurricular to- yeah. All right. It could have just been a group of people who that was their extracurricular. So it would have made more sense that there were all these people coming from all over the school than her zooming in on this one One class. class. Like if it was like an after school program and they needed that as a way to graduate. And then she would have still had the leverage because she could have still said, well, look, I'm not asking." Yes. I'm not mm-hmm. past you all unless we, you know, unless we do this, which would have gave them the same story trajectory. It would have just made more sense. And that. then, um, if you would have interjected a little more, because the the other, so the the two obstacles of this movie is that they're trying to win this competition, but also a sub uh, uh, plot is the the conversation between. Her uh, between Rita and her mom, and the thing about it is, is that Rita was presented as a studious person, so whatever she was doing, she was already a good student. Outside of that, it seemed like she was based on the dynamic between her and her mom. So what what I'm saying is, is that I don't see it ring very untrue for me that her mom wouldn't want her participating. In an extracurricular that's not impeding her, mm. um,
0: bro. I don't know. I don't know because
1: yeah, I'll, I'll I don't say know this. About that part.
0: I'll say this. I think like, um, you know, it's so funny because there are there are places where I found holes in the movie, but I, the two you just named were not ones that that these those these weren't pieces that fell flat for me. I mean, a group of people saying listen we are at our wits end we don't know what to do let's just see if if mary clarence can if, if dolores can just come help and do something mm-hmm. I, that to me didn't seem like implausible it just was like she just they just needed her presence they needed her to get in where she could fit in and see if she could offer some help that didn't that didn't feel feel like a well, stretch well, to me. well,
1: the, well they, the thing is is that they lean and i don't want get away from this point you're making but before we move on does i mean cut you off but i'm saying they leaned heavily on the relationship to make that happen right yeah so, they so, did but, but and i see how they kind of shoehorned it in to make it work and all i'm saying is is that it would have been even more plausible to me because she's in the height of her career now and we're asking her to derail that. Um, and she just gives it all up. You know, she just she's, I'm not forever, but she just walks away so easy. Well, I think we and have to be clear that that was her
2: farewell concert. They
0: she, she was the end of that engagement. She was at the end of that engagement. They made that really clear. This is her last engagement with yeah. the last show with us.
2: And yeah, so, she, so, so, so she, that, that is, helped,
1: no, no, she was done. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: it was it the end of that engagement. And then the other thing was, she didn't, she was like, yeah, I'll just need a few weeks, right? Like they didn't box in on time, mm-hmm. but she also she didn't did come in and say, I'm going to stay for months and months. Mm-hmm. You yeah. You know, yeah. but yeah, I, I thought that we just need something. Can you just come and be present with us and help us? Mm-hmm. That didn't feel like a shoehorn to me. It felt like mm-hmm. it worked, you know? Mm-hmm. The other thing that um, the relationship between Rita and her mother, be- I felt like what Rita's mother was saying is that, You know, my husband, my late husband was incredibly talented and he was very invested in his music and it, and he, he wasted time. He died having not been successful. And so her whole thing was, it was not, oh, I don't want my daughter to have any extracurricular activities. It was in particular, I don't want you to, to do what your father did. I don't want you to repeat the cycle of thinking that music is a viable career path. And
1: so it was specifically yeah. about music. I, I know I know, but what I'm saying is is they never presented Rita like that's what she was even trying to do. Like like they just it, it wasn't like Rita was skipping class to
0: it wasn't you know, about skipping class no it was about
1: joint. About- <laughs> exactly, that's what I'm saying. So like so there wasn't uh what I'm saying is
0: but the mom that- even said that. She said we've talked about this. She talked about it as an ongoing conversation of no, you're not doing music.
1: I just, I, I'm saying, I didn't see why. Like, 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 so like. like so, I get what you're saying, bro. I like, not see why, saying, like, she, they
2: didn't fully flesh out that backstory as to and why, and why it she was t- so It wouldn't have took a shit. lot.
0: I see, and, and I thought lot. they did. I thought they did but, because it wasn't like she was rebelliously, I'm going to be an artist. It was just yeah. that she had a talent. And the mother did not want her to be caught up in that. But I think and
2: it was really what I what I don't think they wanted to highlight, but I think the more deeper part of it is like it was fear.
1: It exactly. Was like,
2: now, and I am a, I'm a single mom. That was Mm -hmm. not the plan. My husband is dead. Your father is dead. Obviously, she was in pain pain from that. I don't want you to go into this, but realize that at the end when she was like, you did it in a way I never let you. Mm -hmm. And she, she was very clear about saying that to her, um, admitting her own, Mm -hmm. like my apprehensions and how I placed, among you and I shouldn't have done that. Like mm-hmm. she she was making that admittance but I think it was just out of fear of being like, Man, if you're only thinking about singing, there are not a ton of She's to still out there on the corner saying they should have could have woulda. He she was like, They're sinking that. She said, But there's they're not doing anything with their life. You don't have that option. And I think the layer of that is which was something I was going to mention about this movie. Um, that the neighborhood, right? Well, this is not a hood movie, right? Or I don't know, but the neighborhood played a big part in this movie. Mm-hmm. And so even right down to the point of her leaning out the window, Rita, get in here and do your homework. Like <laughs> screaming down to the corner as they're all just hanging out in front of the corner store, talking about this choir and talking about class, you know, just watching that dynamic of like, I'm a single mom. I have to keep you on the straight and narrow. I have to make sure that you're making good decisions because you're getting out of this neighborhood. You're going to be out of this school soon. I cannot have you out here thinking that this is going to be the main way to go because a dime, a, it, it's not a bunch of people don't make that life. They don't, they don't make it into that life. And it takes up a lot of people a long time. To make it into that life as well. I mean, I, I, yeah, I, I understand, thought because, I understand, I
0: understand because
2: what the other, saying, but I'm the, just the saying, the but compliment just didn't say it all.
0: The other, the other, the, like, so when you think back to Sister Act, the relationship that was supposed to be transformative was Mary Robert coming out of her shell and, mm-hmm. and finding her voice through music. And this one, it was um, Rita feeling, uh, finding, being able to lean into her talent and her mother kind of coming around to understand that whatever risk is involved in nurturing this talent, it's worth it because she's got real talent. So it, I, I didn't, I didn't see that relationship as lacking, you know, but I mean, I hear what you're saying. I just, yeah. I thought I they mean, did I, a good job. I thought, and I, I and mean, I think Cheryl, me too. Cheryl Lee Ralph. I thought she did such a good job of in that first, she's, that first she's amazing
2: that everything she does.
0: When she comes in and she's saying to her daughter, "What are you doing?" You see that 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 she's immediately trying to hide the sheet music. She's trying to hide the the the, the music player, because it's obvious that they had had this conversation before about the singing and about She music. said, keep
2: your head in the books and out of the clouds. Mm-hmm. In her mind, singing is oh. so far-fetched from putting food on the table because she's a hairdresser doing hair in her house. Totally. Like, and, I, and and obviously doing some other job. I don't think mm-hmm. that that's her only job. Um, but, like, man, she is just like you. <laughs> no. Uh, I uh, you yeah, I you just, and choosing,
0: choosing Cheryl Lee Ralph to play that part, I <laughs> Yeah. Too, was also to me really great casting because oh as gosh. a viewer, we know that she is actually a woman that has a great voice. And so it's like there's this woman who is so jaded against singing. And even mm. though the character didn't sing and, and they didn't give her character a backstory where she was a part of the singing, She was just talking about the bitterness and sadness for her husband, like wasting his, his, his life, trying to dedicate it to becoming a performer. But as I'm watching it, you're thinking, hey, that's a dream girl saying that. You know, and so we know she can sing. And so that that it for me, it added think, another layer for her to be the mom.
1: Well, I think I think she did, I mean, great in terms of acting. Like I the I'm just talking about the story. And, yeah. and like and, and the the also talking about the acting, it was just whoopee really had to pull this one along like for, for whatever good it is I feel like Whoopi just dragged this thing along um but the only I liked Lauren Hill in in the movie but every other character felt very unnatural to me like like all of the kids all the conversations Felt very unnatural to me, and really? like I, to the point where I had. To there just, were
2: parts that were corny. I thought when she was like, "You guys, we all really need to give this a chance." Like uh, yeah, you know, all, those, all, like, all of all of that. Moments, and, it, it all it all felt like. I thought that it all felt like draw. before
1: they started recording. They were like, "Okay, so you're the guy who has a job, and so you're going to be sleepy, and you are." It was like everybody's like, oh, "Okay, that roll, was roll, roll. so real." So, me too. It's um, the, the the circumstance, the circumstance was real that they were speaking to, but like the way it was portrayed was just, it, they're intruding, like and, and the guys who are, like you were talking about Frankie and you're saying that you've, you've know this person, like I've never met that person who's that over the top there are guys who might you know sp- be a little different on whatever side than when you're first looking at them they might act a little different than you know you learn you can't judge a book by writer cover in any direction but what i'm saying is is he was just obviously a caricature of just like okay so you're the white kid who acts black? And it was like he was Marky Mark. He was like, "Okay, no, but here's the thing, though. When you <laughs> see Marky Mark, that's a great example, because when you see Mark Wahlberg acting in in the way he is, it doesn't feel forced, and that's a beautiful example because there ain't no more pop rap song than uh, oh, what was good Marky vibration. Mark? Good. That's still my joy. And that that is a Good poppy, reason. that is a poppy song. But you like shirt off, hey Mark. But, you know, curl curling <laughs> not weights, but he was curling single blocks. Because he just had to he had hey, to get Mark, extra Mark, hard, Mark. hard on it. And but now, when, you hear, when you hear delicious. him when you would hear him talking though, you could tell that on whatever <laughs> level, that it didn't feel unnatural when you when you saw Marky Mark talking. But like when you saw this guy talking. It was just so painful to me. Like like all, all of the just all of the um the the scenes with the kids were just felt very labored to me. Mm. You, you know, know what?
0: And,
2: I, I, know. I know Jomol Jameel.
1: I love
0: I didn't think so. I so whoa, I, I, I'm, I'm I so interested. We had such a different experience in watching those kids. I thought that they did a good job of, I mean, even the girls that were like, hey, what about our boyfriends and the one doing makeup? Like, I was just like, I those are real kids. Like, and the only part about the kids' dynamic to me that um to me, was a little bit of a reach. Was that there was no one was being bullied, and I'm not saying you have to have bullying, but there was literally like Trevor everybody. Was, Troy was
2: what was his name, Trevor or Troy? He was
0: a, being bullied. He wasn't really being bullied. I mean, they yes, just—they did. They just yes. kind of rolled their eyes at him. It, you're, you're you're thinking about like the the nerdy guy, Tyler Chase. Tyler. He was yeah. played by Christian Fitzharris. No, like he stood up, hi, um, on behalf of the class, as we are, I'd like to introduce myself. Tyler. I'm Tyler. Was, no, they just kind of like, yeah, like, you got a big brown thing, sit down. <laughs> but it wasn't <laughs> bullying. You know what I mean? Like he, there was nobody well, in the class that was like... What to happen? I don't know. I just feel like if, if there's any part of the dynamic with the young people that was a little bit of a reach, it was that they truly... Everybody, the whole class got along with everybody. There weren't little cliques. It was just like we're all a big, super fun group. We love and embrace each other. That's true. It was very
2: utopian the way that they were portraying it. That all of these kids they all got along, hang along, and it was all different ethnicities. Some look racially ambiguous. Some you could tell were mixed. Some white, black. You even had some that looked um, Hispanic, like you, or excuse me, Latinx, like you you had this it was and that was something I did reflect on like man I kind of wish we could be comfortable with each other in this way Mm -hmm. Um, but with that being said the entire staff of that school was white there was very real and 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 then the other part of it is that was kind of I was like okay they just kind of plop someone in here cool that's fine I'm being forgiving. was a Black lady that was a part of the archdiocese. I was like, girl, you would not be part of the archdiocese. For plan. But you know, I was like, but I said that I think that they were trying their hardest and even down to just when we talk about the graffiti that they had, that, that the artwork um, or murals, as they would call it. And then also just even them zeroing in, and I don't know if you guys noticed it, the part where... The the black rapper was calling Rita. Sketch. This was after sketch. After sketch quit the after excuse me after Rita quit and Rita was coming up onto the basketball court. He was where played she was by Ron with
0: Ron Johnson.
2: Well, sketch approached Rita like, "Man, we need you." He has on Alliance of African colleges hat, and so I was just looking at them bringing in these elements as much as they could. At, at, at whatever point they could.
0: Well, it was directed by Bill Duke. That that answers a lot of that question. Oh, okay, it's a black man. Black man. Oh, 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 oh I'm, from, I'm adding him from, to our list.
1: He is the one, black man.
0: Girl, one, listen. The he
1: the actually from, did a cameo. Minister Society. He, he did, did like, a cameo.
0: He played the shop owner. He was the one oh. telling sketch to get back to work.
1: He Put yes. himself in as a little cameo. Okay. He's, oh yeah, okay. Bill Duke, he's I really a
0: very important. I don't know him. I don't um, know his black name. director. I'm happy I knew I met name him many now. times. He was around Howard's campus a lot when I was okay. in, in undergrad.
2: So um, so that that makes even more sense to me now, mm-hmm. him making sure there was a balance of diversity in this movie because he was actually showing the hood. Like he was showing. This is what happens, and then just even this older black man—you need to get your butt a job, boy. And like right. <laughs> you're just saying that to him while you're out here on the corner with this hat and this coofy on—you <laughs> need to go get you a job. Nobody's—we're all walking away from you. You know, I just I I appreciate that part. So that you saying that, like when you said, "I'm like oh well that that makes all
0: the sense." It explains now. it totally. And I and I and I one of the things like so I think this is maybe a good segue. Oh wait,
2: one more thing before mm-hmm. you say
0: it is that it also
2: makes sense to me why all majority of the kids in the choir got a line. I could see Bill totally. being like, I want everybody to have a little Just piece. to have everybody got, got a little line. A word. Exactly. Something, and even if it was just like a facial expression, you know, you got something that showed you that everybody got something to say, which I bet made all of them feel very important, like to have that. So this movie was a little bit deep then. He was trying to Bill okay then Bill. <laughs> hey, hey, you you know, love this
1: movie. Yeah.
0: I you <laughs> know and I um And and for me, it was like, and bro, you were making that point earlier about Sister Act, about how they had concepts that they touched on, but they weren't heavy handed. I thought Sister Act 2 did the exact same thing. They talked, they, we clearly were approaching, um, broaching the subject of What happens when the teachers cannot relate to the students? What happens? How can that school be successful? They also broached the topic of diversity. There was a point where they were, um, uh, Mary Clarence, Dolores was like testing out all their voices to see how they would uh, be placed in the choir. And she asked the one girl, "Um, "Sing, Mary had a little lamb. And the girl was like, I don't know Mary had a little lamb. And Dolores says, and all the kids start laughing like, ah, you don't know Mary had a little lamb. And Dolores goes, listen, we are not gonna fault her because she does not know that Mary had a lamb. She said, maybe where <laughs> she came from, Mary had a dog or a kitty cat or a little bald hair brother named Bart. Yes, I do <laughs> have this movie memorized. Yes. But anyway, yes. the point is, <laughs> the point is it was like again, they were talking about diversity and being able to embrace people with different, different backgrounds without being heavy-handed about it. You yeah.
1: know? Yeah, I can agree. I agree with all that.
0: I thought they did a great job with that, you know, and I think like the other thing, um, again, just back to Rita and her relationships uh, with her mother and then with with the other kids, one of the things that I think a lot of movies do that feature... Like a, a a core cast of young people, as they always have to have a love story. They always have to have some little love story, and there were moments of flirtation between the kids, little teeny little moments. But I just loved that there was no part of the relationship between the kids that was reliant on them like having some kind of romantic story falling in love. Yeah, no, it was just wasn't about that. They were individuals, and, and I, was I just trying thought and
2: trying something new too.
0: Totally, because they
2: were away. They were against the choir at first. Then it was like it could be dope, Frankie. That's a Frankie. Yeah, food. yeah, <laughs> it, could it could be, be
0: dope. dope. It could be dope. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna take when care when of that, business this time. Oh,
1: <laughs> thanks, Frankie. When, 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 <laughs> when that happened, I had to pause the movie. And step away. <laughs> I stepped away it for could about be dope. for about an hour and a half. I, I, just I like, promise I'm it putting was that into over, my vocabulary like,
2: and I plan to say that to y'all often.
1: It could I mean, be it dope. Was, it could be dope. It could it be, dope. be dope. And they were like, "Oh
2: yeah,
0: good." <laughs> um, y'all, what about? We've talked about. It, we've talked about the story. We've but talked I, about I, the characters. I, 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 can't, about- I can't. I can't even believe
1: we're debating this. The acting was so bad. It was so. Bro, bad. it wasn't it was so, so bad. bad.
0: It wasn't so. Bro, bad. I can't even believe that's you're saying too. it was so bad. For
1: me, I'm just saying that's that's.
0: But, bro, what? it wasn't so the bad. I'm saying
1: for landed, my opinion...
0: Maybe there no, were certain people that weren't good, but the acting no, overall, you no can't good. say it was so bad.
1: I'm talking about the kids. All the kids were so bad, in my opinion. They were like Good Burger-level acting.
2: Lauren like that. No, except,
1: do, for except for Lauren. Except for Lauren. Lauren Hill.
2: Calhoun like that. No, I thought no, Amal else.
0: did a good job. I mean, no. obviously, Tanya Blount was there for her singing abilities. OK, she was the one who sang His Eyes on the Sparrow with um, mm, this is um, church.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, no, And uh-uh. if you all have
0: some time, we're not we don't have time to get into it now, but I would encourage everyone just to Google Tanya Blunt because I read up a little bit on her story. You know, there are some people that just need to sing. OK, and that girl, that girl could blow. And so she needs to be out here in this here life singing. And so I was looking up like, where is she? And she has a very interesting story of ups and downs in her career. So I would encourage everyone to if okay. you're interested. But that's actually my segue to the music.
1: I'll say the music. See, that Sister Act Two didn't feel like a movie to me. Hmm. It felt like a musical with scenes getting to the next music song, oh, the next music the number. Next number. And so, like, the, um. but the music though. Now that has... Is those scenes like, are like, iconic. I mean, those, like... They're iconic. mall when they sang, oh, happy day, and he hit that he note. Was, everybody was yeah. like... And I'm talking about... It's, it's one of those... It, it, the music was so good that I wonder if it colored how much I liked the movie. But, like, seeing Lauren sing that, um, and it just so effortlessly comes out of her mouth. And she is so just, Everything. and you could tell why she became who she was. You yeah. know what I'm saying? B- based on that, just based on, and her acting also to me was not the greatest, but she was the best out of all of the kids. Oh, and did a
0: good job.
1: And her, um that's the level of acting I would expect from a first role. Like, like I, I wouldn't expect her to be, you know, the most amazing Shoot, but she was first
2: and last has she acted in anything else?
1: I'm sure there must be something, but not really, but well, I, I but don't point think so whole oh, yeah. herself yeah. maybe Lord, she did cameos, love I, I'm just saying Lord, I
2: love but you, but
1: when it comes to that music, man, i it was uh timeless music just just like timeless comedy. totally, always totally. Get you. And, and even I the still... songs that
0: weren't prominent, like there was a song that was just playing in the background in Rita's house. Never should have let you go by High Five. Listen, that song is on that. Soundtrack. Yeah, all, all of
1: those songs. It's
0: were the very, second song on there, and it is so good. Deeper love by Aretha Franklin. It's only on the sound, like it's only they play it during the credits, but it's so good. Every song on that soundtrack.
1: Yes, and, and when they and when they did their, um, the other thing I really liked about it was that the other musical acts when they got to the end and they're at the competition. Everybody was good. They also had a a, a nice array of no, sounds. On.
0: Totally,
2: in the still of the night. I don't know if that was that good. They were, they were they good were
0: just in were, black shirts and doing. pants, but they sounded great. Yeah, they sounded they doing, all right.
1: Yeah, for what they were doing, they 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 like, hit those. They yeah. hit that harmony. It's, it's, it's like that night. might. I can see somebody saying that's not their music. But yeah, for, just like if you watch a bluegrass band, and their kids, they're kids, they're high like, school. That's not my thing, but I could tell they're doing good. Wow. That's right. <laughs> Someone like they're in their ministry. Very good.
2: Right. Listen, now I know we're on music, but I there were some scenes though that Segway, i going Segway, says to, segue. To, to go off of. Listen, we cannot miss the scene where they are driving in that van to the competition. The fathers and, and Chris. Mr. Chris. When he is driving and is almost in an accident. And them and their facial expressions and their and everything that they're doing is so funny. And then me and Janaya's favorite part that we
0: often quote. I mean, we when, often quote this. This is I a mean, not a month of our lives goes by, sis, without one of us saying, I saw him. Uh, a him. Well, a him. Because
2: <laughs> listen, when he is and that's the, the point, point that where they're in this
0: they're in the there mon- yeah. the, the so is. the the faculty, the men of the faculty of the school, they and I don't know, are those monks when they're fathers? I don't know what they're what they're called. I just mm. called them monks. Yeah, that's the the, the, male Hi, faculty, the male faculty, the male faculty of the school, the they have now become um, in cahoots because they know that Dolores is a loud singer, and they also want to let the children sing, and so they are now trying to be a part of deceiving Mister Crisp to enable the children to sing, and so they're trying <laughs> to like keep him from being able to like find the choir and find the archdiocese people at the competition and stop them from singing. And so, and obviously they're not good at lying because they're priests, and so you're watching them try to learn how to lie in this moment, and. They do a horrible job and it's so funny. And there's a part where the, the robotic father, you know, he's like, uh, the one that teaches Latin, <laughs> he's trying to get on board. And he goes, I saw a what wa- I him. <laughs> he has no idea how to lie. It's so good.
1: Bro. And it's always been funny to my sisters.
0: Bro, it's good.
1: you
2: know, because it's good.
1: Well, you I, know can what? You, I, I, I can tell, tell you. I, I can tell you. Wake that. up, you It's hilarious. I just want <laughs> to say that it also, to me, this movie speaks to Whoopi's um, strength, again, as an actor, because I feel like if you take Whoopi out and Lauren out, this movie would just be
0: well, bro, that's an interesting yeah. thing to discuss. I mean, and a kid, of course, by this point, by the time they made the second movie, Whoopi was a part of the franchise. So we'll never mm-hmm. know. But if they, if you just take the storyline of Sister Act Two and you put Ben Mittler in, that would be a white savior movie.
1: Well, again, and again, but listen, we don't know how they would have.
0: Totally, totally. Yeah, so, time. So t- I'm just throwing it out as a point. That that exact same storyline, if it had been a white woman coming into this racially diverse school and she's the one that taught the kids how to sing, um, it it would have been
1: Holland's
0: opus. I I would have
1: experienced it very differently. But if, you know, the whole movie could have been different. It could have been her at a white Catholic school. So, you know, it could have been a non... you, You could still take these story elements... And it could have just been an all-white school, and then it wouldn't have been even a, you know, because I mean, you don't you don't think about when we're watching big business, we don't think about cultural appropriation because you know the, that movie was so I we were you know putting her in the exact movie that came out. Yes, there probably would have been problematic areas, but I'm saying it probably would have been a completely different movie. Yeah. If, so we don't know how I would have. I just don't think it's fair. To, you know what I mean? Like, we don't No, know. it was just a point. It yeah.
0: wasn't, you know, because again, Whoopi was a part of the franchise but then, but I was just, it was just a general point of like that exact storyline with a white woman in it. It would have been hard for me to watch And it, because it's something we've seen so many times where it's like, I'm coming in now and I'm going to teach you some minds. creative expression and now you're going to be, everything's okay. You know, and so <laughs> it's it, it, so anyway, it's just Everything a point of like okay. <laughs> this movie was good because of all of the pieces and the way they came together, you know. So I but then maybe that's a good segue to the vote. I mean, you know, um what it was this is this movie a classic? Does it get your graffiti wall?
1: uh uh-uh. um, I no, I I will probably never watch this movie again. And the, I will watch the musical numbers over and over again, because they um, literally gave me chills. You know, like it was good to that point. Like when she uh, first started singing, Joyful, Joyful Lord in that, Mm. uh, and, and I also think that was a moment that they impregnated perfectly. Like they, uh, she because, did a
0: great job, and and they
1: and they also looking the pace, mortified, and the pacing of that they did just right, because they in this this is the final scene, basically where she's where um, Rita is singing the lead to the song that is their entry into the uh, state competition, and our mom is there, so she unexpectedly so she's frozen, and they. Start the song, I think two or three times before Rita starts singing. And that they built up the tension right there, I think perfectly. Because it really um, you know, put a cap on when she started singing. It was just like the awkwardness of before it just punctuated how good Lord Hill is. So good. When she started opening her mouth, it was like I'm not even gonna try because it, it was. You know, I don't even I'll
0: do to. it. Joyful? No, don't sing after Lauren Hill. All right.
1: Hey, you you <laughs> can sing after Lauren. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, man, just so good. there was no. It was just that her voice is so penetrating
0: and so unique and special.
1: Yeah, and they just except for the rap part, that whole. Sequence. That is that is just, oh, no. We adore the end of my
2: life.
0: I put and you know what's body. so funny? And I, I don't want to... And, bro, I know you're the in the midst right now of, of giving your vote. And I want you to continue to give your vote. But I also want the, the audience to know that that was Aubrey. Aubrey was... A high school was was rapping, okay? And to the extent that we had, you know, we you know, actually... You, 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 me you know. and Aubrey right who is a part of this podcast, did a gospel rap in front of the church called Hero by Stephen Wiley. Okay? And Aubrey was basically saying, joyful, joyful, Lord, will you adore me? And in my life, I'll put them before. That was basically what he did. First of all,
1: number one, I'm very proud of the Stephen Wiley performance, number one. And our gentleman, we had on
0: matching denim outfits. number,
1: Number two, when we did that, we were like, Eleven and eight. So that still that's, happened. That's, still happened. So yes, but I'm saying, kids doing cute stuff I is kids doing cute I stuff. Feel but out of so all,
2: the audience would love for you two to do it right now.
1: What I don't even. I don't remember the lyrics. But that. But that. But that. What I'm saying is, I and just so you know, I would be down to do it. But I, I don't. I've tried before. I can't remember the lyrics. But um, who's your hero? 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 Who's your hero? That's definitely not. Yeah. So, yes, it was. Because
0: it was, it was, I was something, something, something. I was washing my car in a limo up with, with the movie star. It said, wait a minute, dude. You can't skip, leave me. Skip, I am a rich and famous listen, celebrity. Listen, and then I said, so what do you want me to do? Fall down on the ground and to worship you. You see, he usually gets all the publicity, but he wasn't going to get his feet kissed by me. He might have had the money, the car, and the fame, but I wasn't going to bow down to his name. You heard that story and that's how it goes. I'm gonna rap a little more about some other heroes. Hey!
1: Oh. Right, so now that we got off the, that, dome, off the. It, dome. Way, off the it dome. could be dope. It could be dope. <laughs> could be dope. But, but I, I have to just say that. You have said in it our lifetime, be
0: don't. it could be you, In
1: our lifetime, you have said some offensive stuff to me. I, you you offended me on a deep level. But to compare my it, to, to compare my rapping to that guy when we were in high <laughs> to school, to Frankie Hey Ho, or the other one, <laughs> a Sketch, the Sketch. Yeah, for for you to compare my rapping to in high school to Sketch and Frankie is the most offensive thing you've ever (laughs) seen in the 40 years that I've known you. I'm just letting you know. That was incredibly, incredibly But he didn't have an
2: Afro like you in in high school.
1: No, I He was was, Let me tell you.
0: Well, bro, I think in order for the record to be clear, we're going to have to create some space for you to do some top-notch raps. I think that's the only way for the audience to know
1: the truth. To know absolute. Just, and Onyx. Wait. Yeah, well, no, Onyx Onyx was later. That okay. was that was biker personality.
0: Got it. Absolutely. Well, and bro, other, bro, does, and does other sister friend. act
1: too? That's sister it, act two no, get I, I, your graffiti get my, wall. It, does, it doesn't get my mural because I won't watch this movie again. And oh. I um the now I, I want to say I feel like Whoopi's performance was great, and I feel like Lauren's performance was great. I also like the performances of the adult cast in in and, but the um the kids who this was was framed around. I, I just it, it just felt resonate. fake. It just mm. felt very fake. It felt like it wasn't a real movie. It felt like it was kind of like. A thing that they were setting up to like these were all students who sing, actually. And they were just doing some lines to get to the places where they do what they really do, which is the singing. So so that that's how it, it almost honestly almost felt like not a real movie to me. If it felt like a, you know, just like a a special show. Like like they would be like, we're gonna do a special program where we're gonna highlight the students of.
0: After school special. Yeah, so
1: like that. Like it was a play. Well,
0: I will say this movie does get my graffiti wall because it, um, to me, it really, I had, it held up for me. And I do think this is one of those movies that if it's on, I will watch it. I the soundtrack to me is just as good now as it was when it came out. I go. think that um you know watching Lauren Hill become a star right before our eyes, I will always treasure that. And I also just thought like I appreciated this movie challenging me to remember what it was like to be a kid in the 90s. And when I st- Again, I thought about it because of this movie. And when I thought about it, I realized that it was very similar to my experience. So for those reasons, yes, I will say this movie is a classic for me and it gets my um, my mural. Well, listen,
2: this movie gets my mural as well. And it is just because I enjoy it. I enjoy it. And I think that those iconic scenes will be iconic for the rest of time they'll always have a spot in cinematic history even if the movie itself may not be like oh my goodness you get a 99 on rotten tomatoes like nothing you know
1: and it actually got a 19 on rotten tomatoes as a
0: it's and not like, always a bar- accurate barometer whether something will be a classic from the right perspective. <laughs> exactly. This is true. This is true. You know,
2: it could have been. You know, that number saying, of people. But that's the <laughs> a point of the conversation. We won't get into that. Sorry, Whoopi. Um, but just the I did. I enjoyed it, and I think more of the background of what Bill Duke, as I'm older now, was trying. What I believe he was trying to do. I appreciate that, yeah. I really do, so the music, the people, seeing them at, in their young and their careers, and now seeing them where they are now for some of them, you know that's very exciting
1: and 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 I, and I just want to co-sign that I love the messaging, just like both of you. I do love the message that was being put across, so i don't I don't want to I want to be clear about that well, thank I, I want, you, thank yeah. you for
0: that. Bro, that footnote. But unfortunately, Sister Act 2, Back in the Habit, two out of three murals ain't going to get it done. Sister Act 2, Back in the Habit, is not a classic. Even with the footnote, it is not a classic from the right perspective. Y'all, I have certainly enjoyed yeah this This, was fun this and it's so it's such a great these first of all having these conversations with the two of you it is the highlight of every week and i enjoyed this journey yeah so y'all this concludes this episode of the right perspective we you know not sure what our next episode is going to be but stay tuned and keep in touch with us. We're on YouTube, we're on all of the podcasting platforms and we will see you next time on The Right Perspective. Bye you guys.